what happened? Well, boys. Hold on, hold on. Oh, you gonna set up your OBS? Yeah. Yeah, I gotta. Yeah, I gotta open OBS real quick. And... Hey, so on the top right corner it says switch to primary speaker view. There's like a little. It looks like a little television kind of. For me? Yeah, on the on the live chat, and then it'll switch to whoever speaking gets the bigger screen. Uh, let me see. So it'll be on the top right corner. It looks like a little right. computer monitor kind of. Oh, uh, and then do I pick myself or what? And just go to switch to primary speaker view, and then that'll just switch the cameras to whoever's speaking. All and right. You, you can see. still see all of us in the bottom, but then the primary hey, speaker gets the big screen. Primary? How come it's not showing me in the big in the big picture? Oh, it's not. Nope. Is it showing? Oh, then they might not do it to the host, right? Does it keep you in the bottom right corner? Yeah. How about when I talk? Does it switch? Let's see, Prodi, talk. Say something, Prodi. Yo, what up, what up? Yeah, it switched. It switched for him. So I'm guessing the get the whoever's hosting, like from like since you're recording, because mine stays the same too. I just noticed that. So you two, on my computer, you yeah, and Pro, you and Prodi switch. But not me, because I switched it to primary view, and then I stay in the corner small. So I might mean, do it the other, if you want to do it the other way. Then when we're all like the same. Um. Uh. Brother, mute your mic. <laughs> sounds like you're under. Sounds like you're in the ocean. Here, we'll flip it this way. Hey, since he's done eating, uh, we could we can now put it this way. All right. Cool. And then just record it however you think looks better, and uh, I'll send you the YouTube info so you can upload it. All right. Now, now, we, don't, now we don't have to email back and forth. Um, I don't think we're going to be able to record it, though, like I originally had thought, though, uh, Tolo. All right. Because we'd have to be in a, um, a Facebook Live uh, setting, which means, like, We'd can have we, to. Can we do uh, faith? Can this be on Facebook Live? Can we all be like? Yeah, this? we could do it on Facebook Live, and then um, uh, oh no, it would go Facebook Live from my account only, dude. Like, I don't know if you'd be able to join in on the live. Yeah, see, I don't know how that works. Is there live on live? I don't think so, right? Uh, yeah. Can we like create a um how like a live event with all of us in it? I like this one though, this group call that you do here. Yeah, we'll do um, this and then I'll figure out how to record. Like, I probably just need a screen recorder. Or I have Franco here too. Like, after, I mean, I could check OBS and see if it'll let us record cool, just for, what, what's playing. Yeah, look right, it, for uh, we'll look into it for next, next time. time. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Hell yeah, I like that though. That way we can release these videos too, since they're already pre recorded with everybody has their own camera on and makes it easy. No, no need to edit shit. Just, Put that bitch up. Because we keep it raw, homie, like no condoms. Is this going on Mixler? Yeah, this is going to go on Mixler, so. Nice. Um, hey, um, we're, we're right about to start that podcast. Oh, so it's uh, not live. Call you, live yeah, on Mixler, you yes. It's live on Mixler. If you want, you can log in, too. Gotcha. I can send you the link to it. Oh, okay, got you. All right, well, I hit you back. Time to throw us on live on Mixler to listen no, to the like this. No, I appreciate it, and then I'll just call you back when I get a free moment too. All right, well, okay. Thanks for the info. Have a good time and everything. Likewise.
Alright, take care, forgive. Peace. Alright. So was that the fun the funky machine? That was the homie forgive. Oh, it sounded uh, like the funky machine for some reason. I was hoping to have him on the show, dude. Oh, I know. He's gonna do dishes or something right now, right? Yeah, you heard him. <laughs> I wasn't sure he said cook or do dishes. I forgot. Yeah, that was funny, dude. All right, let me uh, do my plugging this in on the side. All right, cool. Uh, I'm putting my phone on silent. Are we live? Oh yeah, we're about. I'm about to push start right now. Okay. Yeah, because I have a recorder in my car, but I don't. It, it, the only way it would record is literally like if I had it laying down right here. You know what I mean? No, I'm like the conversation is being recorded. The audio portion. I'm just trying to record the video also, so I can put it on YouTube. Oh, can you look cute? Yeah, but the hey, audio, well, the audio straight. How how well does our does my little mic pick up the? Oh, you guys sound great. It sounds good, okay. dude. Even when I release the podcast, they sound good. And then Prody, since I, I forgot to get because the air Prody's on the phone, and you know how the phone speaker picks up more fucking noises. So he has to mute when he's not talking or else it gives that bad feedback. But if I could get him some headphones with a little mic, he'll be straight. It sounds like he's at the airport. Oh, shit. Look who's in the house. We got homie Toe, homie genius. Oh, sick. What up, Toe? Good. Oh, shit. If we got auto-tune. They forgot the auto tune. <laughs> oh, you got mad. You left. Hey, bro, your your mother. Hey, get your, your connection's fucked up, bro. You need Wi-Fi, bro. Let me get a mop dial up. Get off that cricket phone. Hey, hey. You need a uh, Metro PCS or better, dude. All right, did he leave or what? Oh man, I mean, I would like to like him to be on here, but he sounded like goddamn T Pain mixed with R two D two and the little C three PO. Hey, how many people? <laughs> how many people could we have in here? I think up to six, if I'm not mistaken. When he comes back, say I'm gonna buy you a drink. Yeah, let me see if I can get him back on. Let me connect them again. Let's see. It says disconnected. Maybe he didn't like the fact that we're uh, fucking clowning his cricket service. <laughs> <laughs> He's a motherfucker's I am on cricket. That's too funny. Let's see if we can get him. Got those mama minutes? It sucks, sir. LOL. Sucks, sure? sir. Yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. That's a classic right there. The blue one. There's only a few. That one's limit limited run. Love it. What, love it, love it, love my, it. Uh, my medicine bag. What do you? Oh, you have your uh, Jerry? Jerry. My Jerry Garcia's. Jerry Garsupial the third. That's it. Hell yeah! What's up, fellas? We're joined live from somewhere with. Uh, we got Psych Nephilim in the building. I see he's dressed up for the RZA versus DJ Premier battle tonight, going down at 9 p.m. Eastern on Instagram Live. Whose Instagram Live does it go down on? Both. Um. One of them hosts it, and the other one joins, but I believe, like, um, the last one that I watched, which I don't really get it, they just play, like, songs, right? So yeah. Like the... I thought it was going to be a live beat battle, bro, where they just make a beat. That's what I thought it was, mm -hmm. too. But Manny Fresh got jumped, bro. It was like he was battling Dr. Dre, Timbaland, and fucking Scott Storch, and you know what I um, mean? 
Scott Storch did actually. He was playing like his keys and stuff, and he got super flamed up to uh, perform. He got super baked up in that bitch. Yeah, but like a lot of those beats, he just co-produced or did the keyboard, or you know what I mean. It was not whole beats. Yeah, yeah, a lot of them, dude. And all the Manny Fresh shit is just Manny fucking fresh. You know what I'm saying, bro? He built a whole label himself, pretty much. He built the whole sound for an era. And there's still, to this day, bro, his sound is still relevant. If you hear some of these new producers and shit, a lot of it has that Manny Fresh uh, blueprint. But shout out to both. Shout out to everybody doing this shit, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's just dope. Like, keeping the, keeping the culture alive, bringing your old hits back, and doing it like it's supposed to be done battle style because that's where hip-hop originates homie people would always either break dance battle fucking graffiti artists are fucking constantly battling who who has the better style the best style and of course you already know rap battles always go down and roast battles and all that's just part of fucking what we're all about man as minorities and and i mean we 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 don't have nothing better to do but to clown each other in our situations because you gotta laugh about it sometimes even though we do care about these things, sometimes you know you gotta you gotta take you gotta take the uh, the good with the bad. What's up? We also joined by Franco in the building. What are you smoking <clears throat> on, Franco? Oh, just <coughs> some Girl Scout cookie uh, vaping. Well, I heard their shit's pretty bomb. That brand. Yeah, yeah, vaping and uh, Bake Bros are generally my go-to's. But yeah, it's a Girl Scout cookie. Some Bake Bros edibles or what? Uh, Big Bros. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Oh, yeah. yeah. I folks with Big Bros edibles. Uh, you guys are in the compound. Ooh, what is that? Is that the Girl Scout? Is that cilantro or what do you call it? Oregano. Oregano. Some oregano. I had to look hard, bro. It looked like weed. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is that? Hell yeah, boys. Um, uh, glad you guys joined us. I saw that meal you guys were about to fucking tear up. You guys, uh, where do you guys pick that from? Pick your breakfast. Uh, Marie, that, do you consider that breakfast right now, or have you guys? Ate yeah, it? I'm on your breakfast. Breakfast, breakfast, a chance. Maria's is that up in the uh, east side on the east side? What happened? You just just died. What to do? What happened? I, I could hear you guys. There are you. I yeah, could, just, there we go. <laughs> I could hear you guys, and we're also joined by the silent man himself, the blood master general, reporting live from church. Yo, yo. Brody Milk is the third. What yeah, up, right here, posted up. Smoking on some of this gelato, gelatito. How is that hitting right now? It's hitting lovely. I'm smoking on that, uh, that Grim OG still. That shit is fucking fire. Hell I'm yeah. down to the last bit of my weed, so I got to go pick up, scoop up some new, some new strains. Did we lose Nephilim or what? I think so. I did. Nafla, Franco, I think we lost them, huh? I think I so. I can't hear shit. So what's up, Brody? What, what uh, what have you done today this morning? Anything cool? Anything interesting that you might want to let us know about your life? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just went and got the oil change done in the whip, and went and got the tires rotated and balanced, and just little maintenance on the wipe. Little little things here and there. Yeah, you know, gotta keep it running smooth. That's good, dude. Hell yeah! Did you um, you took it a discount tire for your, for your maintenance? Yeah. All right, I think we got okay. Nephilim and uh, Franco back. You guys, good Still boys. Act. 
They're trying to shut us down. I'm telling you, fool, the NSA is listening. The FBI's got our wires tapped, Holmes. I'm trying to shut us down. Mm-hmm. How about you fellas? Anything new in the in the world of Nephilim or uh, Frankie Tito? Uh, shit. You know what? <laughs> I, I finally learned how to shut my mind off. <laughs> I, th- I, th- I thought you were going to say your mouth. Damn, they keep... Is what it happened? My... I don't know. It keeps cutting off. I keep losing Nephilim and... Uh... I could hear you guys. Are there? Yeah, you're here. I can see you and hear you guys just fine. All right, cool. All right, cool. All right. So you finally learned how to shut your mind off? How do you do that? By meditating? <laughs> Just like that, just like that computer did right now. <laughs> uh, no, nah, I'm because <clears throat> I'm always just so used to going, 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 and what's the next thing, you know? And then at this point, it's like I've finally been been able to just be like, uh, you know, when you you accept stuff, you know, well, all the all, everything that's going on. We were talking about it earlier with the with the uh, homie that works over at Maria's where he picked up the food. And there's um there's a lot of stuff that we don't have control over, and once you actually stop worrying about that that sort of stuff, um just you know your 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 stresses and what you have to uh, worry about um kind of come down a lot. So I I learned like I don't know what tomorrow's gonna bring. I don't know what uh, what's gonna happen, but just do what I can literally today. And um, yeah, it's just really just helped me just sort of just relax and. Um, go to bed and wake up um, without stress, you know? So um, there's a lot of people that, that were wanting to do certain stuff, but I'm like, you can't. Like, you're bored or you're, you know, you're, um, you, you always got to be on the go or on the hustle. And then at that, this time, it's like, you can't control it. There's nothing you can do, like, literally. So just chill out like everybody else and relax. That's 100%. Um, me and Brody went to Walmart last night, like at 8. I just needed some two-cycle oil because I, I got a letter from the city because my weeds are fucking whacked out in the front yard. So I just needed a little two-cycle oil to mix with my gasoline for my weed eater. And, oh, that motherfucker was shut down. But it looked like it reminds me of a movie, dude, like some Blade Runner type shit. Like the speakers are <laughs> through the speakers at Walmart outside are blaring out like, please make sure to wash your hands. We are operating during, you know, small time hours. If you're have, if you're sick, please stay in your house or whatever shit like that. I was like, God damn this. And then so me and Proli get off the car, you know, thinking it's open. Nope. There's like a, all employees are lined up in front of the doors wearing masks and gloves. And they're like, we're closed, you know, before you even get in your air. Like, peace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Marshall motherfucking Mathers right there. Marshall Mathers That's Law. Crazy. <laughs> that shit was crazy. It's partial law. Mm-hmm. I uh, just to catch up with what you guys uh, been talking about. Um, I've I've just been here holding up at the crib, just doing business as usual. But I've been watching a couple documentaries, and I read uh, just a um, half of a, half of a couple articles on some in, uh, in interesting information that I was going to share. Uh, with us this week. Well, what um, what documentaries have you have you caught up on for, in the past few days? So the the one that I just watched uh, just the other day was uh, that I that I just finished up was the um, 
It was the the, the documentary about giants uh, from the from the um, yeah, it was a documentary from the BCC on giants, dude. So it's like a little hour long documentary. I'll send you the YouTube link. But pretty much they were saying that the Smithsonian goes above and beyond to try to buy up all these like historical facts and like kind of hide and not tell like about these architectural finds. Oh shit! I think we lost him, Brody. What do you think about these Nephilim, <laughs> these Nephilim documentaries? Yeah, we lost our boys Nephilim and Frankel. Well, I just finished watching a documentary myself. It's on HBO now. It goes. It's called The Scheme. It's about the NCAA, bro. How um, how these how the FBI. So there's this dude who started a company, bro. When he was 11 years old, he started this business online, where he would um rank rank players. He called himself a scout. Oh, what's up, Netflix? I'll go back to that right now so they can know it too. All right, yeah. you, you guys are back. All right, so talk to us about the Giants, and then I'll go back to the documentary I just finished watching. Where did I fall off on it? Where'd you guys? What was the last thing you heard? Uh, just maybe the first two sentences, and then you just cut off. You you became well, a robot. Damn. Uh, then you should go. You go. You go. <laughs> Where did I leave off of? What was your documentary about? We so, we came in right from the beginning. So so the the documentary is called the scheme, and it's about how the NCAA pays the players and coaches to recruit players and send them to different agencies and all that once they become pro. So it's kind of like a little a scheme, you know, a pyramid scheme that they got going on. So the FBI put a wire. Uh, the FBI set this dude up. So this dude had started, this dude was just a, a smart guy, man, this black dude. He started like his first business, an online business when he was 11 years old. He called himself a scout and then he would rank all the players, high school players, but he knew them all, bro. And he would go to the actual games and shit. So he would rank these players, but his service was um, $600 a, a year for coaches and all these like, he was getting checks in the mail. His mom's like, what the fuck is this check for? He's like, oh, I, I yeah, he's like, I just started a business, you know what I mean? So this fool, like, from 11 years old, fucking knew all these basketball players, you know, from high school and middle school and college up to the professional level, you know? He just he just got deep into the game, you know? He's from Michigan. I guess that, that part of Michigan is big for for big-time basketball players, good players. His brother was a... Uh, no, it starts with the S, dude. I cannot remember the, the actual name of the... Of the part of Michigan he was from like his so his brother was a legendary basketball player dude only in eighth when he was in eighth grade they, he played in this tournament like big time tournament and he scored like 30 points 12 rebounds and like five blocks like crazy numbers and the, this recruiter was there he's like what college is that kid going to his dad he's talking to the kid's dad he's like dude he's barely in eighth grade he's gonna go to high school next year so they take he goes to this dope ass basketball camp, dude, and he fucking ends up dying, dude, on the court. His brother. Whoa. Yeah. Wasn't that biased? Dude, I cannot. I don't. Uh, Daryl uh, Dawkins or some shit was the the brother's name. So his last name was it's got to be Dawkins, but I remember the exact name. So the reason he died was um, his arteries weren't big enough to pump enough blood to his heart. He had an enlarged heart. 
And I guess when he was playing ball, you know, you get your shit going and he just collapsed, dude, and ended up dying. That's just where it starts, you know, giving you a little bit of background of the story, how how that family's all right. His, their dad was a, a high school basketball coach, successful, you know, championships. He was a pretty good player himself coming up. But this Vato ends up fucking having this meeting with this billionaire, dude, that has money. You know, he's like, hey, bro, let's uh, let's get these players. There's no budget. Just let's go out and let's pay these players. So when they become pro, they come, they be, we become their agent, you know, for, for the NBA and shit. And then that's all they will, that's all they'll make their money back. But they're, you know, stacky, giving kids five, 10 racks a month just to, uh, a lot. yeah, it's a lot. It is a lot. So they have, these two FBI agents set up a meeting with, with this dude and that fucking rich guy. And they, they set up this this plan like, hey, bro, like we want you to to get the coaches. We want to pay the coaches so the coaches can bring us the players. And the fucking dudes do like the 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 kid who's ran his business since he was 11. He's like, bro, like that's just retarded. You never deal with the coach. You go straight to the players and the family. That's who you fucking serve the money up to. You know, like like that just sounds dumb, he said. So fucking the FBI just set him up. They go to this yacht. They're all like, here's 50 G's, dude, cash. And they give him a $250,000 contract to go and fucking get all these NCAA coaches. You know, he said he saw all that money. He's like, fuck it. Let's sign it over. So as 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 he's doing all this, the fucking FBI's already tapped into his cell phone, you know. So they're listening to all these conversations. This was happening with all these coaches, dude. He... So the FBI dude calls him later, like, all right, cool. Can you get these coaches? He's like, dude, that's a stupid fucking plan because it's all the – so the the documentary shows all the phone calls, bro. Like, they play all the phone calls. He, he straight up tells the FBI agent, not knowing he's an FBI agent, he's like, that's the dumbest fucking plan I've ever heard, bro. Like, blah, blah, blah. He's telling him how to really do it. The reason the FBI agent wants to get the coaches, that's that's the only way he could get him on a, on a, a felony. They're like for bribery and shit, but it's got to be through the coach. If you just give it to the players and the family, it's considered something different. But it once you're going into the organization, so the 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 FBI agent fucking just loses. He's like, dude, just do what the fuck I do. I'm the one with the money. So his fool hangs up and calls his other homies. Like, hey, bro, your fucking partner's retarded. You know what I mean? He's a fucking dumb fuck. He's got the dumbest plan. He's like, I'm going to take all the money and I'm not going to give it to the coaches. He's like, I'm going to pocket all that shit. You know what I'm saying? And this far he had, I'm telling you, he knows like everybody, bro. So they set up a meeting later on in Vegas and he brings the coaches that he knows, like big time coaches, dog, like NCAA Division One coaches. And he lets them know the deal. Like this was a dumb fuck. Here's his plan. He's like, I'm not going to give you guys any of the money. Just come talk to this idiot and I'll keep all the money. And his homies are like the coaches are like, yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, do it, dude. Like, you know, scheme the schemer type of shit. And then that way the coaches ain't getting their hands dirty because they ain't touching that money. And they're just going to go talk and meet this fool. So yeah, he that that meeting in Vegas, he makes like 13 G's just off of them talking to the coaches. But then the FBI ends up partying all day with these fools, dude, the agents. And they have a the FBI agents have a safe dude with hundreds of thousands of dollars in it. And this FBI agent spent about 100 G's that night, dude, on partying and shit with these fucking, with, with the coaches and themselves. And that's illegal, bro. That's fucking, 
taxpayer fucking money due to full effect. You know, at the end of the day, they didn't do nothing to them. They, uh, so this vato, like long story short, that when people watch the documentary, the vato that, that they set up to do the scheme, he ends up fucking not dropping dime like they want him to. Like, that's the first thing they offer him, you know? Like, drop diamond. He's like, nah, fuck that. I'm fighting these cases. So he ends up getting fucked over. But the dope part is, man, it has a good it has a good ending, man. Like, that's a... It's called The Scheme. It's on HBO. I suggest you guys watch it. It goes deep with the FBI and how they... How the FBI doesn't get in trouble for any of this, dude. You know, they, the subpoenas, the government doesn't fucking allow them the dudes the dude goes to through two trials and none of the agents ever fucking hit the stand that were involved in this shit you know the government's just covering each other's asses but at the end of the day bro this black dude fucking landed another big deal fool now he's doing some legal shit and and it's dope as fuck bro just just shows you the show you it shows you how how the how the little man always loses, bro. None of these coaches got in trouble, bro. None of them, and they play all the phone calls, dude. He's he's talking to the fucking uh, Arizona State University. No, not the other one. The the Wildcats, okay. the Wildcats coach, bro. And this was just they're just interacting about paying these players off, dude. And it sucks because he's the only one who got in trouble, you know. Out of all these these big time coaches, they sweep it under the rug. They, they bring up uh, another case where because they say Louisville's been in trouble a lot of times. Like, they finally fired Rick Patino because I guess um, Adidas paid paid Louisville like $128 million and Rick Patino kept like $100 million of it, bro. And, the yeah. players, and then the players get zero, dude. Zero, about zero dollars. You know what I'm saying? And and um, this was like, they, they asked him, do you think you did something wrong? He's like, no and yes. Like, it was wrong because I didn't follow their rules, you know? But I didn't hurt nobody. He's like, I made money. The players made money. The coaches made money. Everybody made money. He's off a fucking game of basketball. He's like, I got a fucking felony. Like, he's like, I felt like I didn't do nothing wrong. I felt like he didn't do nothing wrong. Because he said, if you would have done the same thing with professional basketball players or high school players that aren't that weren't going to go to the to college, it would have been perfectly legal, bro. Perfectly legal. So that's why I want to give a big shout out to uh, what's that, Lamelo Ball? He's um, he went in, he went straight to high from high school to play overseas, bro, as a professional in Greece. And now he he bought that team. Now he owns that team, and he's gonna he's about to be a top ten draft next year in the NBA. Damn, you know what I mean. And he said, fuck college, bro. They're going to make money off of my name. They're going to put my... who You know, Adidas is paying that school, so all those kids wear fucking Adidas on the court. You know, and what do kids do? They follow trends. They see they see whoever fucking is killing that day. Like DeAndre Ayton was brought a lot on that on that documentary. He's the, the center for the Phoenix Suns. And it's just like, dude, it's it's a corrupt world we live in, bro. Every system is corrupt. There's not a system. It's not just the government, bro. But the bigger you are in the fucking ladder, the, the higher you are, the more the more of a of a shield you got, you know, almost immunity, bro. The get out of jail free cards because they set up the system. Exactly. And we're just part of it trying to figure out how to fucking get around it, bro. 
without getting fucked up, fucked over, or doing some illegal shit. But sometimes that's what you got to do. Latchkey kid style, you know what I'm saying? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, so F- FBI spent 100 Gs to party, bro, <laughs> of our fucking money, dog. Of our money. What was he charged with? What was his felony? Uh, bribery and something else. That dude, uh, so he lost, well, fuck it. I'm talking about it now. He lost both cases. But he did 18 months total for both cases. And, um, but the day he got found guilty, bro, his, um, his pops was crying and he wipes his pops tears off. He's like, Hey, don't worry about it. I got a meeting tomorrow morning with Atlantic records and fucking lands a fucking record deal with the Atlantic records. So Atlantic records gives him a, his own record label under their umbrella. What's up, Brody? I think we lost the Nets again, right? There we go. Ah, oh, there they are. You guys back? I don't know. It's weird. It just like drops off for some weird reason. That is weird. So yeah, that's how it ends up, bro. I suggest you guys watch that shit. It shows you how crooked the system is, and all the evidence is there to to put all these motherfuckers in jail, or at least in some fucking serving with the felony, like Rick Pitino, all these motherfuckers, dude. The coach from ASU, the coach from LSU. And they all read their 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 letters, bro. During the press conference, like I had nothing to do with this. I never pay a player. But then, right after they show that on the dock, they show that same coach talking to this vato. Like I made this, I made this kid an offer he couldn't refuse. He's all, I'm, I'm, I offered him more than the rookie minimum. He's on. He's still saying no. Like, what can I do to get this kid? He's talking to this fool, Daryl Dawkins, or whatever the fuck his name is. And it's just. It's bullshit. Great I'm documentary, afraid. though. I, wa- I watched that one last night and finished it this morning. I like that. Hell yeah. So what's up with your Nephilim one, dude? I want to hear about these uh, these giants. It was pretty much just kind of, remember the, the other documentary we have watched that was talking about, like, the Southwest and how a lot of these um, places all over the, the continental, like, U.S. and in um, other countries – there's traces of um, like like uh, like just giants, you know. Is there like, fo- is there fossils or what is it? Yeah. Hold on, give me one second. So they found really big shoes. <laughs> toenails. That was Shaquille O'Neal, bro. Yeah, big old. Bo- they thought they were boomerangs, but they're they're toenail clippings. I think we fit eight beers inside one of Shaquille O'Neal's shoes. Remember that, probably. Yep, I remember that shit. And it was big ass. She was like a size twenty four or some shit. And it was autographed. It was autographed. Shaquille O'Neal. I don't know. When he sons. It was big as fuck, but we filled it up with uh, like eight beers. I think we fit in there. Now my homie used to work at a memorabilia store up in when I when we lived in Cali. Yeah. So I sold like all kinds of dope autograph shit. Remember when those were when those stores were a thing? I haven't really seen any of those. The oh, blockbuster, like the memorabilia stores, where they sell like autograph fucking. There were stuff like I still sell memorabilia. 
Yeah, like but, but, it's, but it's done more through internet, right? Now, right? More than yeah. before. There yeah, was... there's stores at the mall no more where you used to go in. It was all like jerseys and helmets and pictures and movie scripts. Like movie shit. Yeah, like the real cool fucking. Like it was cool going in those stores, huh? Like seeing a James Dean jacket signed or some bullshit yeah, like bro. that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We like still have the card stores too and shit. <laughs> The what stores? Yeah, oh, cards, cards, yeah. The, the yeah, like, the, 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 the cards. Cards and shit. Oh, yeah, me now too. Awesome. <laughs> the most I got for a card was 80 bucks, dude. It was a Kobe Bryant card. And it was this video store called uh, Couch Video or some shit like that. But that dude also had a little corner where he sold fucking uh, trading cards, like baseball cards, basketball cards. And I would always... There was another fucking store right... In the same plaza as that couch store, but they were just all about sports memorabilia and cards and comics, everything, you know? And they used to have these grab bags that were a dollar, and they came with, like, a bunch of fucking trading cards. And that's where I got that Kobe card. And then I would I would buy the Beckett books, and they see what cards were worth anything, and then go slang into this fool. But I would always get, like, two, three bucks for card, you know, like, at the most. But that, that Kobe scored me 80 bucks, but it was worth 160 on the Beckett, but... I was like, how, I don't know where I'm going to get the 160. Like, Beckett's just a price guy to me. I was 12, 13 years old at the time. It's like, fuck it. Give me the 80, give me the 80 bucks, dude. I want that new fucking WrestleMania game, homie, for fucking Sega. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, and then, and I, I mean, I kept up with Beckett for years and maybe like three, four years down the line, dude, that card, that Kobe card, the same exact one was worth $1,200. So at the end of the day, I probably got ripped off. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious, dude. <laughs> Three, four years later, it was worth. It was on the cover of the fucking Beckett, the actual card. Yeah, that, dude, that was a rookie card and shit. Yeah, it was a rookie. That shit was good. Which one? That shit. Was, it was that gold one, wasn't it? It had like the bar. I don't even remember, dude. That now, at this point in my I life, it was like the gold one or some shit. Because I try to. I tried to look for it, but then there's so many rookie cards. I was like, fuck, I can't remember which one it was. I'm telling you, this was like in, well, 96, dude, when fucking, what year was your rookie? 96, right? 94. 94. So I got the card around 96 then, because it was, in, like I said, one of these grab bags where the store owner would just put random cards, you know, and sell you a little. It was a sandwich bag with staples. Design. And yeah, so that was, that was the most I ever scored for a for a basketball, for any type of card. I and love then, that story, dude. And then as I got older, dude, I gave my whole, well, me and Eric's whole fucking uh, binder, dude, of basketball cards to my nephew, thinking he would take care of them, and those are gone. I should have just kept them. That's two times you've worked, you've ruined Eric's childhood, dude. You fucking, you fucked off the pogs, dude. I fucked off his pogs, then all his... Yeah. Dude, it's probably like, there's probably like three pages of just Allen, Iver Allen Iverson cards in that binder. I'm pretty sure something in there. Dude, we had like Mark McGuire with the Oakland A's, all kinds of dope shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. dude, that shit had fucking Barry Sanders, bro. Fucking oh, the ticket card? Yeah. That shit was already worth like 12 bucks. Joe Montana, fucking Steve Young. They had a lot of Michael Jordan cards. I can't Dirty believe it. Can't believe I used to buy those Beckett books, dude. Those shits were yeah. Those were the days, bro.
But like I said, I didn't know where to sling this shit, and I knew that this couch potato guy fucking had the cash. Hey, you know where you slang? <laughs> you know where you slang them, dude? Where you slang them, dude? On eBay now, right? Well, no. Back then, you would slang them at card shows. Oh, see, I didn't know any of that, bro. I just used to like to collect cards. Uh, you would go to um, you would go to the card shows that would be at the local mall, and then you would uh, I cleaned it out too. So, uh, you would you would go to the local mall, and you would go like there would be like probably twenty to thirty dealers, or you could rent a table yourself. You know what I mean? Should bring that back. And uh, and. I fondly remember those, dude. The, they were called TriStar Collectibles, uh, the shows, the uh, collector shows. And um, they would sell sports memorabilia and cards. And uh, it was during the month of my birthday. So we would go. At the convention center? Yep, Phoenix Convention Center. I have a picture, actually, of me and my brother and our friend standing outside of it before we walked in. And... Uh, He's wearing his Buffalo gear, Buffalo Bills gear, and I'm wearing some Miami Dolphins. Check this out. The bootleg T-shirts that they used to sell at Hey Momo's with Looney Tunes characters and every, like, NFL team. Yeah. You know how much those shirts sell for nowadays, dude? Like a bootleg? Those, those were all bootlegs. Those weren't official. Talking brand new or are we talking the used one? Used. <laughs> I'm going to go with... 25 bucks. Yep. Damn. See, I'm, so, a, I'm, I'm learning, bro. I'm learning little by little from you. I know. Hey, did you uh, – well, hold on. Before we get off track, so the TriStar shows, though, let me tell you, dude, uh, best experience I ever had as a kid, dude. It was just like, you know, opening up them packs and playing basketball, too, because the thing is I, I played fucking basketball, like, so – Oh, yeah, you we know, did, like, too, every day. Yeah, yeah, like that was a life. So mm -hmm. it was just part of the life. You know what I mean? So it was dope. Those were good times, man. I was, I about, lived, to, I was, I was about to say those were the funnest fucking part of my life when we used to play how, basketball how every day. Go? Play basketball? Not playing basketball. How long did you go collecting cards? Oh, probably from the age of like six or seven to like 18 or 19. And then gave them to my nephew because I thought I was too cool to keep doing that. I was like, I'm just wasting my time. Now that I'm older, I was like, oh, I was fucking stupid. I went through these phases where I would get rid of shit, you know? Hey, we kept going, dude. We went all the way into our, like, 20s, dude. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. But see, you were also from uh, the era. Yeah. I, I stopped, like, in 2001, 2002, you know? When, when video games – see, like, video games, it's kind of crazy, like, when you think about it. Like, I was from the era when Nintendo was born. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that, there was no Nintendo. Like, when that shit hit the market, I fucking was, like, visually, like, what the fuck is this? You know what I'm saying? Like, you're talking 88, what, 87? You know, I was, uh, like, eight years old. Yeah, so, yeah. like, eight, nine years old, somewhere in there. So, I was already old enough to comprehend, like, what the fuck, you know, was going down and shit. I think at eight or nine, you're in, like... Like, what, third grade or some shit like that? You start at, what, five and then six, seven, eight. So, yeah, like third grade, yeah. I got a story that I still remember, like, from from a card I had. I had a Magic Johnson basketball card. And then remember he announced that he had AIDS and all, or HIV. And I was, I was a little kid when he did that, bro. 
And I remember, like, during that fucking time where he did all that press conference, I remember showing it to my uncle, like, look at this Magic Johnson card. My uncle's words were, save it. He's going to die, like, in two or three years, and it's going to be well, worth a lot of money. <laughs> hey, we're talking about jumping on the conspiracy theory shit now. That's, like, a perfect little entrance in. So that dude uh, was announced with uh, um, HIV and uh, – Or who? <clears throat> and – People were dropping dead like flies, dude, at the time. This is a big controversy. He steps down, uh, retires from the uh, Los Angeles Lakers, comes back, plays on the Dream Team, and then even tries to have a career after that when motherfuckers were afraid of him even sweating on him. Um, somehow miraculously recovers from that, ends up becoming one of the wealthiest people in Los Angeles, owns movie theaters, owns all this shit. Starbucks. What happened to his HIV? So, like, to me, it's like, yo, these vaccinations and, like, all this shit that's going on kind of leads me into, like, all the stuff that I've been researching. So the things that I've been researching on is uh, who – will gain the most out of what's currently happening. And uh, it's like when I look at like critical thinking. Uh, critical thinking is essential, you know, in this time right now, it's like if nobody knows what the truth is and everyone's trying to find out what's happening, it's like, well, look at the sources, you know, what are the sources, where are they coming from? Like one big thing that that ODD uh, documentary that I just watched on YouTube, which I'll give you guys the link to, it's really good. It's uh, very short too, <clears throat> but um, uh, it goes into Bill Gates. So now we're talking about this uh, like epidemic that we're in and everything. And it's like, you know, it's not one person that that you're gonna place a blame on, but you're gonna look at all of the avenues that it leads to. So you know, Bill Gates just recently stepped down as the chairman from Microsoft. You got were you guys aware of that? Yes. Yeah. So he steps down. Decides he's gonna uh, uh, advance in his genetics research and like you know all this shit now and it's like okay you know um, nobody asked him to do that like nobody gave him a doctorate in uh, you know science and stuff like this is just a rich guy wanting to you know uh, do like computers and play God with humans and shit you like know Elon and, Musk. Elon Musk, if you, you know, look at Elon Musk, like, he has a pretty, uh, I, I just see anybody with, um, super knowledge like that, like, it just, they start trying to tinker, like, look at the biggest example that they made a movie out of, so it would parody life, is the Iron Man character, you know, it's a, it's an eccentric billionaire that's smarter than everybody that thinks he has all the answers to life's problems. And, you know, he has the money to do it. You know what I mean? They might, though. (laughs) Well, not necessarily because they're creating those problems. So, you know, his dad, like, if you follow the script, which is the movie, and if you follow, like, what's going on in the world today, like, one of the people say, hey, you know, you only got this way because you're selling weapons of mass destruction. And he's like, you know, um, he's like... Uh, we're selling protection, but when you look at it, it's like violence is violence. Like, you know, if you wanted to settle things, you don't do it with weapons. You talk. You know what I'm saying? You And people try to say that they're, like, we're past a point where people can talk and stuff, but it's like, yo, really, the atomic bomb and all that shit was made just so they can prove 
like that it was doable and then we became a superpower in the world after we did it you know what I mean and that's really just fear right like you're just kinda controlling the masses with fear because if it was uh, given in a positive direction I don't think we would be afraid of like being bombed or we wouldn't be afraid of uh, being invaded chemtrails and hey well this is vi this virus if it's war chemical warfare you know you got to look at it in every every aspect of uh, how they can bring it. So, dude, think about it. It's just a war on your mind. I'm laughing, it's a at, war on, I'm laughing at, at Franco's uh, Instagram story about the 5G. And then, <laughs> and, then, and then he's like, and then at the bottom, he's like, it was chemtrails. Right, guys? Right, guys? Look <laughs> <laughs> at Franco. Oh, it, was, uh, it was a comment about, um, and it was a, it was a repost. But it said, uh, if 5G is only, wait, if like 120 countries have uh, COVID and uh, 5G is only in, in five countries, how the fuck would you idiots think uh, the virus got there? And at the very bottom, I said, it's because the cam shows that spread them, right, guys? Yeah. <laughs> it was funny, though, dude. He had it like in the little cloud and everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so. Well, and that's the thing, right? Like, I, I'm kind of glad you brought that up because going off of what uh, what Neff is saying about um, it's a war on our mind, right? And it, it could be all these things, whatever, call them a conspiracy theories, look at the facts, look at whatever it is, whatever your God is saying, what, whatever the fuck it is. Um, whatever that reason that we are in this situation is we are in this situation. Period. And how is your mind going to adapt to that? Are you going to have fun with it? If it is chemtrails, there's nothing I can do as one person to be like, well, fuck, you know. Systematically, we have to work together. But that's the thing, right? It's whether it's just this rich billionaire who's a, a smart, um, one of the smartest guys in the world just trying to be like, trying to get his kicks off. You got some spoiled orange goon in Washington that's just, you know, trying to get his kicks off. Whatever the fuck it is. They call um, them white eyes. White eyes? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, but that's the thing. And like, are you going to live in fear? Are you going to live in hate of everybody? Are you going to live in like a closeted world? If it's like, if, if, the, if the minimum thing we have to do is say, yo, you nasty motherfuckers, wash your hands, don't get in my space, and be clean. And, like, we'll get through this. If that's the minimum thing that we're saying and people still aren't doing it, well, fuck, man. If this let, if this guy is causing the problems. Let him and, go. And if he can fucking, like, fix it more or less because these people need that because these are the same type of people who need religion. These are the same type of people that need a cult leader. These are the same type of people that look to um, a false uh, prophet, prophet. In, in, in these uh, – Political leaders and 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 uh, crooked evangelical leaders, right? These uh pl at these places of worship, the same way we're saying our, they're doing that. I don't agree with. Then, if these type of people need Scientology, whatever this, whatever it is, they need somebody to tell them what to do. Uh, fuck it, like, fuck it, like. There's nothing I can do about that. I can't control other people. I don't want to. <laughs> and, and like, Bye. yeah, who's chemtra <laughs> who's doing the chemtrails? The aliens? Because if it's people doing chemtrails, they also live on this earth, right? 
It's the government, man. It's the Donald gov- Trump up there in the airplane. It's the, <laughs> gov- it's the government, bro. Oh, shit. I got a message from uh, <laughs> from Funk Machine. It just said white eyes. Shout out to Funk Machine, dude. <laughs> what, what's up, Rolly? The picture... The pictures we were watching, uh, looking at yesterday. What the hell? The pollution. Oh, yeah. Of all the cities, dude, they're all fucking clear right now, bro. Like, Los Angeles, dude, the buildings you can never fucking see because of all the pollution. Fucking crispy clear right now. Right HD. here in Arizona. Same shit. It's all fucking crispy clear. So, I mean, I guess that's a positive out of it. Is out of all this shit that's going on. Until they fucking open the floodgates again. A, until everyone starts partying and then they go twice as hard and they just start leaving their trucks running. Like, they don't even turn them off no more. Just, see, I, think, <laughs> I think we're we're our own demise, though. You know what I mean? Like, literally, do think about it. Like, look at how close, like, people are to death. And it's just like, they, like, right? Uh, I'm saying, like, not my, I'm not, I didn't make that up. I'm saying in the, uh news and everywhere right now there's there's like all this shit going on and uh people uh it's like they don't learn their lesson i was just saying like the lesson i've just learned is that i had to nutritionally eat better and i would always want to go eat with what tastes good and it's like yeah i don't give a fuck about my diet i don't give a fuck about I look good, like I'm not fucking all fucked up on eating this processed food, so I I can maintain it. I can maintain it. Oh, yeah, but you, my got, body you got a six pack, bro. You got this. And my body was like, "No, you don't." It just blew up from the inside out. So, it's like, <laughs> hey, Milkis, have you heard about Mikey? No, nah, what happened to Mike? An asshole, asshole wreck. Also, see, yep, he he. Hey. So on Wednesday's hey. podcast, his asshole had fucking puckered up too. You oh, saw it? Oh, you let you see it? No, but he said, he, he said it was so bad he had a fever, dude. Hey, oh. me and him should go into uh, uh, surgery together and hold hands on Monday, dude. We should, we should start a new podcast called Ollitos. <laughs> it, means li- it means little holes in Spanish. Ollitos. <laughs> hey, you, want, you want to hear something? You want to hear a story? Hell yeah, I want to hear a story. Right. So uh, the past couple of weeks, pretty much ever since... Uh, this whole, uh, this the whole like stay at home started, and and uh, and Nephilim, <laughs> when we had the conversation last week, and he's and he's being real honest about his situation, right, and uh, and hemorrhoids, and um, or whatever the fuck it is, um, <laughs> and then we made the joke last week, and then you, and then you were like, yeah, isn't it like if you're overweight or something too, and then. And then that was that's what causes hemorrhoids. And then uh, you're like, yeah, it looks like me and you know me and Franco should be. And I was like, yeah, I look like I'm made up of hemorrhoids. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so what was that like two weeks ago, right? Yeah, yeah, I, was, yeah, I remember okay. that. Okay. So ever since that moment, I've I've been using the restroom, and I've been noticing I fucking have this something, man. And I was like, what the fuck? And I'm kind of like, well, we'll see what it is, Uh-oh. because. Ever since the ever since the corona started, I've been I just go to the restroom and I'm fucking on my phone. I'm like I don't got nothing but time, so I'm just chilling. So I'm thinking like what's going on, what's going on, and it's fucking bothering me. Like it it feels like it's right down the bottom of my fucking anus, right? I was like what the fuck, 
to the point of last night, I was like, dude, this is hurting way too much. So I go out, I get a mirror, and I look, and it's a it's a ingrown hair, like a fucking like a pimple. Oh, right that... through the old fucking like and I was like, what the f-? so it was so fucking like it was hard. So and it hurt fucking bad. Like I could barely shit. That's how bad that's like the placement of it was on my fucking my fucking a uh, pool hole. I prophesized <laughs> this shit. <laughs> but but I was like, oh thank God it's not a it's not a fucking goddamn speed bump coming in, you know. But it was still hurting bad. So I I um I lit, I, I go and I get a mirror. A brown torpedo. He did, he did surgery, dude. And I grabbed it because it was so awkward. I, uh, the way I had to reach it, oh my god! And I fucking had to squeeze the hell out of it. And it was like fucking nothing was coming off. And I was like, dude, I'm pinching like my taint, like that oh. area. I'm trying to get this thing off. It's so sensitive, and it's hurting so bad that I just do like a Bruce Lee. This, ah! <laughs> holy shit, dude! But if it's pop, man, were you home? Al- were you home alone? Well, fuck no, it was last night in my bed. Uh, Marge was there and, you know, uh, his girl. Did he so hear- everybody was there in the house. I wasn't doing this in the living room. You were popping your ass in the living room? Was- so good So good news is, my booty hole's back to normal. It's dangerous. <laughs> hey, dangerous at least, hey, at least you, were, you were able to do it yourself, because if that would have been yeah. inside the tube, it would have been yeah. doctor time. Dude, that's what, like, honestly, so I got that to be thankful for today. We're going to call our band fucking Broly and the, and the Torn Assholes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, oh, so it looks like I got a bullet hole down there. Unless Broly's got one, you got a, you got one just popped up recently. Is it, are these contagious or what? Pretty much. No, I, I heard like 75% of the people got them. Don't say, don't say wherever Nephilim sits, bro. Don't sit too long, dude. That's the problem. Yeah. Don't sit too long. Oh, I'm gonna get up. Right, I already feel something building up, bro. Yeah. I'm, t- I'm twerking just to work mm-hmm. it out. It's a fucking set. All right. <laughs> oh. Well, I'm hey, glad. Check it out. I'm, I'm glad. Frank- I'm just glad Franco fixed this problem, dude. Go for it, man. Look at he's gonna show us. Look. Oh, he's gonna show us, Brody. Oh shit! I was excited. <laughs> Hell yeah! Bust it open. Hey, next time if you need a, I, like a vagina. I do Skype consult- consultations on on assholes. So if you want to just call me next time and I'll do half the price if you're into a roach clip at checkout, I'll check your asshole for. Hey, for, don't you for, do actual, acupuncture too? Yep, acupuncture, a little bit of everything. For thirty nine ninety nine is usually uh is usually eighty eight bucks. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, oh. that's a great deal. That's great a deal. Great Hey, uh, going back into the collecting and stuff like that, uh, I have picked this up not too long ago. Right here, it's a baseball. Who's that autograph? Will Park. Brody, can you mute it? Thank you. (laughs) Uh, That was... Well, he looks like, like a war. Yeah, dude, he looks like he's in a bunker. He's like in an underground bunker somewhere. He is, bro. He was allowed to bring his 49er flags. Uh, <laughs> he put up the – hey, he's like, I'm a, I'm a man cave out my bunk. Damn, I'm out of uh, blunts. So I'm going to smoke a joint. What? Brought to you the by genius. genius Papers. Go to GeniusPapers.com. Always free. Never prick. Oh, no. Wrong commercial, guys. <laughs> nah, I'm gonna save it. I'll just smoke a blunt after. 
Nice. Hey, so you can't just go to the store and go get fucking wraps anymore like it used to be, huh? I could. They just closed earlier. The stores? Yeah. They're open from like 10 to 6 now instead of like from 8 to fucking whatever. Uh-huh. I don't know like yeah. the, if the government gave them like a, a certain window they could work at. Work for at least the smoke shops aren't closed yet. Yeah. That's crazy. They're considered essential for fucking people that get a... Um, to, uh, what do you call it? Nicotine addiction. Yo, uh, do you uh, do you guys um have you guys watched any of the new stuff on Plex? Uh, no, not yet. Trolls, Trolls too. I wanted to. My mom asked my daughter, "You want to watch that new Trolls?" She's like, "I don't want to watch that. I don't like that." What? Natural? Hey, George Clinton is in it. I heard. I know. I wanted to watch it, but my daughter's hating. Yeah, Funk Machine uh, told me George Clinton is in it. He said it's good too. She he gave it. Up. She wanted to watch uh, Boys in the Hood. I was like, "You're crazy!" Nah, just joking. <laughs> 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 hey, tell me about uh. So I just uh, last episode I did it from the hospital. Now I'm out. Of course, uh, Desiree had had the baby, so we have the little boy here now. Oscar, Oscar, he's doing great. You know, he's oh, out there just fucking sleeping and eating and shitting. So that's how you do it. Life of a baby. What did his weight come in at? Uh, seven pounds five ounces. Is that uh normal? I think so. I mean, they didn't yeah. say this. They didn't say all, none. Is all that hair normal that he had? No, but like Vic, Vic, Mexican. Victoria comes out with hair like that too. But most babies come out bald. Yeah, definitely Mexican then. Definitely, that was a whole lot of hair. Or Italian. Oh, that too. Yeah. Yeah, or Greek. Isn't that all kind of Spanish, like uh, origins and shit, right? Yeah, like the mixture of uh, Italian, Mex, like Mexicans, and not the Greeks, but uh, definitely like Italians and Mexicans have that like uh, Spanish blood or whatever ties, Spanish ties. The stinky sovacos. Sovacs. <laughs> hey, so- they have. They, they both had red, red, white, and green flags. That's true. That is yeah. true. Yeah, but. And those- but I was talking to one of the nurses, bro, about the COVID thing, and because she, she walked in, I was watching that video that Franco shared on on the stories about that doctor. Was it Franco? Yeah, right. About that doctor talking about the skewed numbers and all that. How like no, it, I posted it to them. Oh, it was you. All right, I thought it was Franco. Wow, it was Brody. Brody with the conspiracy. So she walks in, and then I was like, she she heard a little bit of the video, and then I paused it, and then she's like, yeah. She's uh the when people are dying, the doctors are are being forced to put they died of COVID, dude. So whether they died of fucking heart attack, the the regular flu, uh, anything else, dude, the doctors are putting that they died of the fucking COVID virus, dude. And sometimes it's not even it. They're not even testing. Sometimes they're just like, it's COVID, because there's not enough tests. So one thing that uh this dude was saying, it's like. Like, if you look at the charts, like, yeah, COVID deaths are going up. But he's like, you know what's going down? Fucking Everything else. Deaths from heart attacks, all that shit. Everything's going down because they're just, it's COVID, it's COVID, it's COVID. So that's one hey, of so the- what, what, what do you guys think is reality and what is fucking actually being fed to us at this point? I think that's a possibility of what that nurse is saying because- There's not enough tests. Yeah, they're going mm-hmm. to be in parts of all these things, right? And 
if we or if we didn't have to worry about admin like taking care of these patients who who are um COVID who are legitimate COVID patients who need these ventilators and we're running around the clock for them, when we had enough people to treat people who are coming in with um um you know, heart attacks, whatever the situation is, because it's taking away the manpower, they're saying, look, well, it's uh, this training reaction because of COVID, we couldn't take care of this person. So just put that as a, a and, and, and I'm sure a lot of it does have to do with insurance claims. Um, so no, I didn't think about that. Yeah, like emergency funds that are going to go towards whatever it is, um, hospitals that are treating COVID patients. Um, it's going to come down to funding and all that. So I see something like that as very, very, very um, realistic of, of why the nurse is saying that. And like I said, it covers from a corporation level um, and, uh, and um, almost a humanitarian level too because it is showing the importance of why we need proper funding or whatever. But anyways, um, yeah. So, yes, he is running for Democratic uh – the uh, president-elect. Who is? Franco. Franco. 2024? Yeah. 2024. Franco, Franco Nefla, you're going to be the yeah. vice? He's coming. Be so, prepared. So who do you got on tonight's battle? Uh, Riza or Primo? Uh, you know what, dude? Um, <clears throat> if, uh, if, if it's like a DJ battle, uh, it would be Primo all day. I think it's gonna um, be just a beat battle. It's a beat battle. How they were doing, like, um, like song, the, It's like a song battle that they yeah. they produce actually. Yeah, I I would honestly say, um, I think that DJ Premier has more uh, of a catalog of people and hits of like. But the the thing is though is is uh. <laughs> <laughs> is that I think that Riza is a different type of uh, producer. So he he went. He's like the abstract artist that went above and beyond and created a whole nother plethora of art and shit. You know what I'm saying? So like it's kind of like it's kind of like um, trying to, because like I said, premieres the 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 uh, the DJ producer. And uh, he could actually battle on the wheels, you know, and stuff like that, and then produce and do all that. And then Rizza's like, he's done it all, you know what I mean? He's, he's made the uh, he's the sound scored a movie. I was gonna say he scored four movies, dude. Oh, check this out! Shout out to Grover. Uh, we were <clears throat> we were talking to Grover <clears throat> when he was here, and uh, this dude told us he went to an event in Portland, Oregon. And uh, it was hosted by the RZA, and he got the rights to show one of these uh, kung fu movies that they gave an, another copy without the music on it. And RZA and another guy made the whole uh, soundtrack live while you watched the movie. A Funk Machine came in with his uh, vote for premiere. His vote for premiere? So, Told you. So you watched That's the movie? Cool. What movie is this again? No, no, no! Check it out. It was a live performance, like a one-off, one-time deal, dude. With, where with RZA, RZA showed a film escort, that was like escorted live. So it was like, say, it was um, Lone Wolf and Cub. Uh, that's one of the movies that was really popular that they sampled. Now, Lone Wolf and Cub. 
they the people who made it they gave them a stripped down version without the music and then oh. RZA and them fucking with their NPCs and turntables and made the fucking soundtrack like oh like so the way Grover was explaining it was like well the eerie shit was happening like just while they're walking in the night like these fools were making those tripped out sounds and shit like while these dudes were walking it was like ew, 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 and like it was just like some night scene. <laughs> Exactly. Well, can can yeah. you watch? Is this online? Can we watch this? Nah, nope. Uh, it only happened in person. It was like some real art shit. Like I said, dude. Like just way, like like who do who the fuck does that? Only RZA does it. That's what I'm saying. He's so far advanced. But if you're talking battling, I got Premier. Primo tonight. Primo. Primo Franco. Yeah. Uh. What were you talking about? Who was going to win? RZA. Oh, Primo. Primo. Yeah, Primo. Uh, or not, sorry, I keep saying DJ battle. They're going to do like a beat battle, I like think. A it's producer like a producer battle. Producer battle, yeah. Producer who who battle. have who have better hits, kind of like. Mm-hmm. But I liked how um, on the last ones i seen, I liked how, uh, how um, uh, what's his name, the one that was on the keys? Uh, Scott Storch. Scott Storch, yeah. I like how he was actually, I wanted them to play their beats, you know what I mean? Now, I wanted him to make a uh, rest in yeah. peace guru uh, funk machine. I like how I I would have had had to make a fucking totally new beat, bro. Or like each of them get like a strip. Remix. So they get like a rapper to spit some dope shit with no beat, and they both get the same fucking thing and see who could produce a better song off of that fucking shit. I like the uh, something new. Some new. Yeah, it does go back, if you think about it, it goes back to when Swiss Beats and uh, Just Blaze did it, but they were scratching against each other. Who won that one? I don't think they ever, like, because they did it, like, a couple times, but, you know, like, it was just, like, they did it for hours, dude. It was, like, one going back and forth. Like, one would go, and then the other one would go, and then they would, they were just doing shit back and forth, and then it was, like, really cool. Uh, so yeah, it'd be cool if they did something like that. Uh, especially with like, they were using like uh, Serato and stuff. But think about Premier still has all his records, and he can actually still, like you know, do like a real DJ battle and then a producer battle. So that's they kind of merge the way that they battle now and like the um on Instagram ITF. No, no, there's like the real DJ battles. It's ITF. Oh, and uh, the other one, but now what they do, it's like a producer DJ thing. So like, you'll you know do your re- your your, your tables, and then you'll start producing like some remix type shit and stuff, you know. So I like I like the uh, creativity in it, and I like how uh, how everyone's kind of starting to uh, get back into the more organic sides of things. Because if you think about it, one of the memes that I saw that stuck out to me was like fuck the 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 shit that you think you own which is like digital media all that stuff it's like yo the organic shit the CDs the records the VHS cassettes the DVDs like that's all the like the shit that that ha- actually had like books for instance you know like most people try to find all their information online but it's like yo books are a fuck they're going to be essential you know what i mean like what book are you like like Book of Eli type shit where you memorize the whole motherfucking thing. I've never watched that Book of Eli. 
Is it worth worth the watch? Oh, Any yeah. Denzel Washington movie is worth watching. Come on now. You like action movies? Action? Yeah. Kind of. Uh, did you like uh, Did you like Mad Max? Yeah, that's a good one. Never watched it. Uh, so it's kind of like uh, it's like a spin-off world where like dystopia. Sin yeah, Sin City is like it. It's like dystopia happened. The whole world is shit. You know what I mean? And this dude. It's all bartering. Is he blind? Oh, that's a, a spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> he's not. He's not. I don't He's think. Not blind. I don't think he is, Nephilim. Oh, that's the whole. Hey, well, like the whole thing is, and he goes through and he's kicking ass, and he's uh, he has a Bible, and he reads it every night, and then um, he reads it every night. And is it Braille or what do you call that? Braille. No, yeah, you don't. Braille. You don't know that until the end, um, because the spoiler there's alert. One, there's a the villain wants to have all the books. And he has every book in the world, um, just not a Bible. And uh, and uh, um, the crazy thing is, is like everybody's illiterate; nobody can read. So he's literally showing them like designs, like it has. It's a cross. He's like, it has this design. It has this on it, you know. So, anyways, uh, I'm gonna has, watch it. Yeah, he has a, he has the book, and basically, he all these people are chasing him, and then because um, he's trying to get to the. Uh, San Francisco? Yeah. Yeah. And that yeah, it's 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 a dope movie though. It's also like uh, a apocalyptical. Pretty much. Okay. I'm at the Plexa tonight. I'll give you yeah. guys. Hey, um it's a, it's a good go ahead. Speaking of say, the beats speaking of the beats, full member of the Eternal Championship is fucking amazing, bro. Right? You you turned him on to that or what? Yeah, I turned him on yeah. to that. And that was another B2 or the original Crossroads too that they did it to. Hey, Nephilim, break it break break it down for the people that don't know what we're talking about. Alright, we were working, um, and what we do is we kind of play these games at work. Uh, we were printing up the Funkyetto shirts, and uh, Tolo was printing another shirt too, but um, uh, I was like, hey man, uh, did you know that DJ Unique <clears throat> had sampled a video game for one of the Bone songs. And he's like, nah, no way, man. He's like, play that shit. And I couldn't find it, remember? Like, I was fucking looking and looking, so I just played the beat. I'll find it right now, too, so Franco can hear it. Yeah, we'll hook it up. You got your little three-quarter-inch jack? Okay. And then, um, so he plays it. We finally found it after all this looking, and uh, and and um, I was like, man, he was so good at what he did that he went under the radar on that sampling, dude, and just like, dude, they weren't looking into video games and all that stuff. So, shout out to props to DJ Unique. I still think he's one of the one of the better producers of the '90s, bro, all the way through. Like, you know. where you from, nigga? Straight from the motherfucking land of the heart. Five true thugs for the double block. Uh, to pop. Dad, he flipped that beat, bro. Flipped it. Hey, did he also sample the one for Thuggish Ruggish Bone from that video game? Or because somebody made a badass song from another beat from that game and Thuggish Ruggish Bone. Me, me really? Bro, yeah, but I don't. Me, I, believe, I believe it because I did look up one time that there was a couple songs that he sampled, uh, like off of the 
Hey, just imagine the maker of the video game beats that was doing that. He's got to be happy as fuck, right? Oh, no, it was for Crossroads, bro. For the yeah, original. The original Crossroads. Yeah. yeah, the original one. He sampled from that video game, too, huh? Yep. Hey, um, I got those records for you right here, too. Let's see. <laughs> that he flipped the shit out of that one oh, too. Dick. Yeah. Hey, those were both from the same game too, right? Yeah, same video game. Yeah. And yeah. that's dope because the name of the album's called Eternal 1999. And the name and of the video game is called Eternal Champions, bro. That shit's just fucking sick. Too dope. Yeah, that's yeah, really cool. Dope. That was a good yeah. fight, Nephilim. I'm glad you uh, brought that to my attention because I never yeah. knew that. Never yeah, knew that. Bumped that album yeah. hundreds of times, dude. Hundreds of times. Never knew fucking some of that shit came from a video game. Huh. So what's up with the CD collection, dude? What have you listened to that you uh, would call your top 10 so far? That Eternal, dude. It's, uh, it's going hard? Yeah, I just bump it over and over. <laughs> I'm stuck on that shit for a minute. <laughs> That's funny, dude. That's like one of the greatest, probably the greatest albums of all time, dude. It's like uh, timeless. You know, it what is. I'm it's dope, bro. I like yeah. how it all flows together. Yep. So um, I got some trivia for you, boys. You guys ready to uh, stimulate that noggin? Let's get it. Uh, here, I'm gonna do. Uh, you guys want it with multiple choice, or you want me to just ask the question so you guys could guess it? Oh, it's uh oh, I thought you meant trivia. Uh, I don't know. Uh, what'd you say? Yes, yeah, trivia. But I could like just ask the question and see who could answer it first without. Oh shit! The Amazon's here. See if you could see who wants to come over here and say what's up. Oh, oh no, you they're... got it. Oh yeah, they're probably not. All right, yeah, let's do this. All right, <laughs> let's see, let's see, let's see. Which country leads the world in cork production? Are we just answering out loud? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what, in Greece. corn? In corn productions? Or cork? cork. 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 Greece. Italy. Yeah, no. Ireland. No. <laughs> keep guessing. Keep guessing, boys. Which country leads the world in cork production? Brazil. Germany. Uh, Prague. Mexico. No. People's Republic of China. Nope. People's Republic of Congo. Uh, Canada. Nope. Iberos Inveros Carnivucos. <laughs> Spain. Yup, Spain. You got it, brody. <laughs> Alright. On average, what do you... Oh, shit, brody. Can you pause it? Your shit's loud. I mean, mute it. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Alright. On average, what do you think... Uh, uh, what do you do 15 times a day? Say what? On average, what do you do 15 times a day? One, five times a day. 15. Burp? Brody says burp? Nope. That's Mikey. Mikey burps like 300 times a day. 15, 15 times a day? Yes. Blink. <laughs> Just kidding. Blink 182. Uh, think of sex? No, way more than that. Way more than that. Yeah. Brody, you got a guess? Um... Nah, man. 15 times a day? Yeah, what do you do 15 times a day? Grab your crotch. Grab your crotch. Oh. 
Scratch it. Scratch it. Thank you. Uh, nope. Touch your face. <coughs> nope. Don't be touching your face nowadays. You guys give up? You guys want no. one more guess? Go oh. to the refrigerator. Go to the refrigerator. That's nope. a good one. Nope. Make phone calls. Nope. You guys give up? You guys give up? Text message? Nope. You guys give up? You guys give up? Yeah. <laughs> you guys give up? I'll, I'll give you the uh, the, the, the multiple choices then. Laugh, okay. burp, break wind, or lick your lips? Laugh. Yep, laugh. I think I laughed way more than 50. I think we already laughed like 20 yeah. times Depress people. this hour. <laughs> Depressed people <laughs> an average of 15 times a day. No se mamón, Franco. <laughs> anyway, the bikini was originally called the what? The ooh-wee. <laughs> you got that ooh-wee on. <laughs> That's a great guess, but it's not It's not the correct answer, sir. Uh, uh, Outside the, where? The, the spangarang. Nope. <laughs> uh, I, I got it. I got it. What I got ice, it. What uh, the clam holster. <laughs> <laughs> no, great answer. Though. Uh, the old shook and jive. No. no. The bathing suit. No. Uh, the the hydra bits. The bikini was originally called what? The pokey, the range, the half, or the atom? The pokey. The half. No, no. The range. No. The, the atom. atom. The atom. Yeah, I, I, was, I was right. All right, let's go with one more. The crotch cover, fuck machine said. <laughs> the crotch blanket. All right, let me see. Hey, hey, hey. Um, that was a good hey, one. Hey, we should see if we can get them live on a call, dude. Oh, it says you guys like, you guys used the paint roller in your life before, right, fellas? <clears throat> What's that? Oh, yeah, we could do. Does fuck machine have a Instagram? I mean the Facebook. Watch. Facebook? He's not. Nope. He's not on Facebook. Uh, yeah, Can we're on. He don't have it on his phone. Oh, he does. Oh, wait, wait, wait. He don't have Messenger. On his phone. All right. Yeah. Next, next time we'll get him on here. Yep. All right. Let's go. Last one. The inventor of the paint roller was of which nationality? Jew. Nope. <laughs> Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> he has he has a little Jew in him. He's Jewish. <laughs> he was just a little Jew. Yeah. Oh fuck! Fifteen times a day, my ass. <laughs> the inventor. <laughs> oh shit! The invent more like fifty times an hour. The inventor <laughs> of the paint roller was from which nationality? Uh, uh Spanish. Nope. Uh, Dutch. Egyptian. <laughs> nope. He said Dutch, Hungarian, Canadian, Norwegian, or Argentinian. Argentinian. Nope. Damn. Canadian. Canadian. Yes, got it right again. Oh, here's a fuck it. One more. Just hey, can you mute it again, Brody, please? <laughs> All right, thank you. Which American city invented plastic vomit? That's the bonus. That's the bonus question. Missouri. Nope. Texas. 
Nope. Wait, did you say city? Which American city invented plastic vomit? Yeah, those are states. How about? There. <laughs> yeah. <Atlanta>. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Rolly? Which one? Atlanta. Nope. Throw a few more guesses. Come on, boys. Wichita. Nope. Uh, How about uh, Apache Junction? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I don't want to offend anybody from Apache Junction. Listening right now. Hey, uh, what about uh, what about uh, Hershey, Pennsylvania? Nope. Seattle, Washington. Chicago, Detroit, Columbus, or Baltimore? Chicago. Columbus. Baltimore. Chicago. Franco for the bonus. Those were good, right? Good little. Good little fucking trivia that means nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, boys, I'm going to go back in, go uh, see how the baby and Desiree are doing. Make sure uh, everything's under control and check check what's inside this Amazon package. Tell you the truth as well. Nice. Any last words before yeah. we, we dip out of this motherfucker? Yeah. Shout out to uh, all the listeners. Um Shout out to all the people supporting uh, Funkettos. Um, you know, we've got a lot of people buying the merch that uh, you helped us print and get, uh, you know, out, out to the people. So uh, thanks for that. Thanks for the uh, participants that uh, have been tuning in to the uh, Funk Mondays. Uh, rest in peace, Von Mason uh, tribute that we did. Uh, we, we, um, we all kind of... Uh, wanted to bring our own little, you know, piece of uh, Von Mason music that we have to share. So we appreciate everyone listening on that end, too. Um, and then other than that, everyone just continue to try to dig up some information and share it, you know, while we're on that uh, on that home homeschooling right now. You know what I mean? So each one to each one. Each one to each one. Preach, then. Yeah. You guys hear that, Lotero? Stop them before it's too late. Before they outlaw him. Go support local. Yeah, go support local, man. That shit does sound good. A fucking nice corn con todo. A la verga. Hey, and he has, he has to go out and get that corn. It ain't, yep. ain't like, he, ain't, he ain't risking it for big money. He's doing it just to get by. Oh, yeah. Hey, oh, and they have golf carts here. Oh, shit. It's Desiree. Let me see. All right, boys. Well, I'll just right. I'll see you guys later. Peace out. Take care, man. Later, Brody. Later, Brody. Later, guys. See you.